the dawn of integrity. Hello guys, welcome to the first episode of the Dawn of Integrity podcast. Today we're going to be looking at why power corrupts and intoxicates. Why does power corrupt and intoxicate people? We have seen it happen over and over again. History has shown several cases of people getting into power and changing for the worse. We saw it in the likes of Hitler, Mr. Stalin, and a host of other dictators whose citizens experienced the worst times in human history. In Africa, there are only a handful of leaders who express exemplary leadership styles, and their good works were often overshadowed by the bad eggs that constituted the executive, judiciary, and legislative arms. It's easy to judge these people at the helm of affairs and say that money has intoxicated them. But we see power and money intoxicate people closest to us. They change from normal people to greedy and arrogant people with self-centered overestimated importance of themselves when given power. This power can be as small as being can be as small as being the head of parent teacher association, head of tenant meeting, or as big as the head of a company or a top government official. Why does it happen this way? I researched some things and drew up these conclusions. 1. It depends on the strength of their character. Power itself has specific characteristics. Anybody that works in power electrical companies will agree with me that power has to be channeled or handled properly if it's going to be a useful force rather than a destructive one. If you pass excess power through a cable that's unable to handle it, what will happen? Exactly, the power conduit will be destroyed. The same things happen to people who are not trained to have the necessary strength of character to handle such positions. Their moral structure becomes questionable and later on will lead to self-destruction. In Nigeria, we can boldly say that over 90% of the leaders elected into public offices are not trained to have the necessary strength of character. They embezzle money without thinking of the financial and economic implications. They are unconcerned about the life and properties of innocent citizens. And of course, are nonchalant about the degrading physical and economic infrastructure of the country. They see governance as an end, but governance is the means to an end. A nation can't reach its end except it wants to be dissolved. Second, power comes with an identity. When human beings have power in any capacity, it has a strange effect on them. It can be great or soul-destroying. Why? Because human beings know that they need power to live. And the more power we have, the better we see ourselves. The fame, money, power, influence and status that we have give us a better sense of who we are and gives us this illusion that they will protect us from the hostile and negative effects of the environment. With these things, we look to our future with confidence and hope. What we fail to understand is that power comes with an identity on its own. It can change us when we encounter it. For instance, Remember the first time you went to an expensive place that you ordinarily wouldn't have gone to or you met someone famous? How did you feel? Whether you were happy, anxious, excited or odd, you experienced a reaction because of that feeling and you couldn't ignore it. That's what power does to you. Most times, these reactions are not positive. People get nasty when an external force threatens their source of self-esteem. This is why people do all sorts of things just to remain in power or political positions. Third, power can create or destroy. Friedrich Nietzsche refers to an element of human nature as the will to power. 
When people of strong moral character take up high positions, they understand that their work is to use the power entrusted to them for the good of the people. It mustn't necessarily be a political position. It can be the manager of a large corporate establishment or the CEO of a multinational company. Now what do you think will happen when people of weak characters come in? The opposite. If the will to power is unchecked, corruption will definitely occur. The truth is, there are no nations free from corruption. Just look at the shady dealings advanced countries of the world pass through when elections are about to take place. However, these advanced countries have better systems to take care of these than others. In Africa, they first crumble these systems or weaken their moral structures so that they are fit to do whatever they like. Their impact is spread all over Africa and trickled onto government offices, corporate establishments and public institutions. People hungry for power People hungry for power get into positions and everything becomes haywire. Within the procurement and tendering of systems to favor family members and crooks, the weakened financial control which leads to fund embezzlement and they appoint the unqualified people to sensitive positions based on relationships rather than competency. My father knows you, you're my father's friend, my father's uncle's grandmother's sister's child's nephews, one thing or that. Not minding whether the person is qualified or not. So what can be done? It's not, not enough to throw stones at those in these affairs. If you are there, will we do better? How can people and organizations protect themselves? Number one, recruit, employ and empower people based on qualifications and merits, not relationships. We need to stop the whole idea of connection, especially when it's evident that the person is unqualified. Positions of power, you have to look for people with integrity and those with a strong commitment to justice, honesty, and truth. Furthermore, research has shown that principles of integrity and justice are set in children at the age of seven. So adults who are prone to cheating and stealing should be prone out of the system, not keeping them in with the hope of change. Second, the right systems of accountability, transparency, and justice should be in place, especially in governmental and corporate organizations. If people with strong character aren't regulated, then there's every possibility that they will join the rotting crowd. The temptation is big enough. Clear rules have to be outlined and strictly followed. How can they be outlined? Number one, have specific and clear-cut rules on risky events like accepting gifts or acts of hospitality as an easy ways to bribe people. Second, have strict rules to purge the organization of wrongdoers. Third, Set up internal and external reporting systems, even if it includes whistleblowers. Their identity should be protected and they should be richly rewarded. At the end of this, I hope I've been able to enlighten you on how power corrupts and intoxicates and what we can do to stop the menace if we want a progressive society. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share to family and friends and tune in for the next episode. See you.